Anthony, we're expecting results to be much better this Q3 earnings season. Let's find out now how our research director, Shiraz Meehan, feels about that and more. He joins me now. So, Shiraz, is the Q3 earnings season living up to those initial expectations? Yes, actually, uh, actually better than that. So, uh, we had the beginnings of a recovery uh, in the in the earnings picture uh, in the June quarter, and uh, uh, those numbers uh, set up the expectations that you were referring to, that uh, many in the market were looking for uh, for for more improvement in Q3, and we uh, we got uh, even better than that. So uh, the way uh, we look at earnings reports, uh, surprises, and all of that good stuff. Uh, any way we look at it, Q3 earnings season has been better than expected. Very good. I'm a little confused, though, because you wrote recently about the growing earnings power of big tech companies based on their Q3 reports. But then after that, we saw the beginnings of a bit of a rotation out of those big tech names. So are you concerned about continued earnings power of those stocks going forward? Yeah, so what I was referring to, Terry, is that uh, uh, there's been this talk in the market uh, that the very strong gains we found uh, in, the, in the tech space, particularly uh, these 5, 10 uh, very large tech companies, I'm talking about the, the Google and Apple, Amazon, Netflix, uh, and Microsoft, and uh, there's been this talk of uh, some people even referring to those gains as uh, uh, as even a bubble and uh, and unsustainable and, and and things of that sort. And what I was uh, we're trying to get into is that yes, these stocks have had very impressive gains and have effectively uh, uh, carried the market. Uh, so to say, on, on their shoulders, uh, but they have done that on the earnings front as well. And uh, I tried to highlight that uh, at a time when the, the, the overall market and the S&P 500 index is on track to have significant year-over-year declines, these technology stocks uh, still have strong earnings growth. So they were strong earnings generators pre-COVID. Uh, they have impressive numbers during COVID, and it's reasonable to expect that the momentum will continue after COVID as well. And it was in that context that I was referring to their, their earnings power. Okay, so what does the Q3 scorecard look like now? So we are at the tail end uh, of, the, uh, of the reporting cycle now. Uh, uh, 464 S&P 500 companies, almost 93% of the index has reported results already. Earnings are down 9%. Revenues are down a little over 2%. 84.5% are beating EPS estimates. Uh, that's unusually high relative to uh, what we have been seeing over the last many years. And a very high 75.6% uh, are beating revenue estimates. And just to put you uh, 
those revenue beats uh, in in kind of a historical context, the uh, the average uh, over the last twelve quarters, meaning the last three years, uh, is sixty five percent for revenue beats, and here we have seventy five point six percent. So we're totally off the charts, uh, top line beats, and the declines uh, for, uh, for, for earnings and revenue are significantly below what was expected at the beginning of the uh, reporting cycle. And, and what about surprises in general? Yes. So as with the uh, beats proportions, uh, same with the surprises, both on the EPS side as well as on the revenue uh, side. The, uh, the, uh, the, the median surprise on both ends is significantly above historical trend levels. Shiraz, in most quarters, estimates for the quarter start out high and then are adjusted downward as the season wears on, but that didn't happen this quarter. Estimates have been steadily improving, and it looks like analysts even continue to raise their estimates for Q4. So is that a bright spot here? Yes, that's, that's, that's a very, uh, very important point that you're raising, Terry. Uh, we actually uh, saw this in the June quarter as well. And uh, in the Q3, uh, this, this earnings season, we are seeing a repeat of that. So estimates for the December quarter, the last quarter of the year, uh, have been steadily going up. So today, uh, the expectation is for a decline of 11.4%. Uh, when uh, the quarter got underway, uh, the expectation was for a decline of uh, close to 13%, uh, 13.4% uh, to be exact. So yes, this improvement in estimates uh, is one of the major bright spots on the earnings horizon. And as we saw with Q3 and we are seeing currently with Q4, similarly estimates for full year uh, uh, 2021 have been going up as well. And, and this is the, uh, the, uh, the improving earnings outlook that I have been steadily uh, highlighting in my earnings commentary. Still, Q4 earnings remain affected, it seems, by the COVID-19 and reopening stories, possibly the presidential election is. There's still some issues lingering there. How do you see the dynamics around COVID-19 and the economy translating to corporate earnings going forward? Yes, that is a, that is a big source of uncertainty. In fact, uh, I would say that the earnings improvement we saw in Q3 uh, essentially mirrored what we saw in the broader economy. And uh, you would recall, Terry, that we had uh, an amazingly impressive, in fact, a record uh, print on the Q3 GDP uh, growth rate. And the growth rate for Q4 is significantly below that. It's positive and the economy is expected to grow, but nowhere near uh, the growth pace that we signed Q3. And a big reason for that is the uncertainties that you highlighted, uh, the, uh, the, the very high infection rates uh, and the impact potentially it can have consumer and business spending, the uh, lack of a follow through by Congress uh, on the relief measures uh, that expired over the summer and more, most likely 
will have to wait till the new Congress uh, gets seated uh, in the new year. That is uh, a source of of of, uh, of 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 the weakness that we are seeing in the broader economy, and is potentially uh, showing up in the in the earnings front too. So, all in all, the outlook is positive. Uh, uh, but the concern and fear is that perhaps the pace and magnitude of improvement will moderate and slow down because of these headwinds. So can we expect uh, earnings in Q4 to become a tailwind for the market or a headwind? Uh, no, it's most likely a tailwind. And uh, absent uh, these, uh, these, these concerns that you, uh, that you spotlighted, uh, we could say that with a lot more confidence, the the uh, uh, the, the, the some some magnitude of equivocation that we have is because of those reasons. Uh, there's no question that the that the picture has been steadily improving. Uh, the outlook is strengthening. Uh, we see that in management commentary. We see that in the estimate revision strength. And uh, this has been a support for the broader uh, stock market. Uh, and uh, I continue to believe that uh, as, we, uh, as we get to the Q4 earnings season uh, in the new year, uh, the market will be reassured by the continued momentum uh, on the earnings improvement front. All right. When we talk next time, Shiraz, we're going to take a little deeper dive into the retail earnings reports, which are in the process of coming out now. So we'll look forward to your assessment of, uh, of that sector. Sure. Next time we talk. In the meantime, I want to remind our listeners that they can always access written commentaries right off the homepage at thedex.com. That's the uh, earnings preview on Mondays, and the earnings outlook written commentary on Thursday or so. Also want to remind our listeners that Check out this link, zax.com slash promo, for an interesting offer for your consideration. With Shiraz, I'm Terry Rupert.